All right, little monsters, who is ready to get stupid with Lady Me. Gaga? Me. Yeah? Fernando, <laughs> I didn't know you are such a big Lady Gaga fan. Absolutely huge. We oh will get into gosh. that here in just a little bit, though. But this week as well, we've uh -huh. got new music from Lil Baby, SZA and Justin Timberlake, yes. Sway Lee, Martin Garrix, and we're also going to talk about some big music videos, too, from Taylor Swift and BTS. Bad Bunny's got a project on the way. We've got a lot to talk about this week. Oh, my gosh. Yes, all of it is coming your way right now because today is New Music Friday, and it's time to break down this week's biggest releases. I'm Chelsea Briggs. And I'm Fernando Ventura. Welcome to Billboard's First Stream Live. First up, yes. and rightfully so, drum roll, please. <laughs> You're so excited. Thank you. Because hashtag LG6, the rollout has arrived. Mm -hmm. The Little Monsters Queen, Our Lady, known yes. as Gaga, just dropped the lead single to her long, 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 long awaited Seriously. sixth studio album. The song is called Stupid Love, and we'd be stupid if we didn't start playing that right now. Could this love protect me from the Love is Gaga's first solo single since her 2016 album, Joanne, and one-off single, The Cure, the following year. It will also be her first new release since she took home the Oscar for Best Original Song in 2019. That win, of course, was for Shallow from A Star Is Born. In the Meanwhile, Zane Lowe spoke to Lady Gaga this week about her new song for Apple Music's New Music Daily. And here's what Gaga had to say about Stupid Love. The first lines of Stupid Love are, you're the one that I've been waiting for. Gotta quit this crying. Nobody's gonna heal me if I don't open the door. Kinda hard to believe. Gotta have faith in me. Like, <laughs> it's right there. Like, I'm with you and it's not easy. And I know everyone in the world has different relationships with love, but guess what? I'm pretty sure that when we all decide to be vulnerable, it's really scary. There's all kinds of walls and constructs and things that have built all around us. And you know what I really want to do? I want this song to come out and I'd love for it to collapse as many of those walls as possible. And people to be saying, I want your stupid love. <laughs> All right, next up, we are listening to Some to Prove from Lil Baby's just-released sophomore studio album, My Turn. The 25-year-old rapper has had a ton of success so early in his career. He's been totally killing it these days. And as this song proves, he's still got a chip on his shoulder and feels like there are doubters out there to prove him wrong. Well, if they exist at this point, I mean, the new set will shut all of that right down. Now, of course, we already heard this song and Woe and Catch the Sun. But listen to the features on the rest of this record. Gunna. Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Wayne, Moneybag Yo, I mean, 42 Doug, Rilo wow. Rodriguez, and showing up on the track Live Off My Closet, Future. And if you thought we forgot to shout out Lil Baby's mentor, Young Thug, well, think again. We would never forget that. Never. Here's a dynamic duo with We Should. I come from a place between the bricks where it was hard at. Never ain't around, they talking flower at the fall. 
Billboard's Quasi Bodie sat down with Lil Baby recently. You can check out the full interview on Billboard.com. But here's the rapper talking about how his studio sessions differed for this project. This recording time, I had never got studio a studio session every day. Like this studio for the last three months, I've been going to the studio like every day. I'm tired of performing my old songs, but my old songs hits. So if I want to perform new songs, they got to be better than my old songs. Right. If I make songs better than my old songs, I'm good. And Lil Baby also revealed why he chose the album title My Turn. As far as the music, like, like it's my turn to like be talked about when this album go number one or, or it's my turn to have a, three songs back to back on the radio. Like it's my, it's, it's just my turn to like really show them like how I'm coming. Let's talk about Bad Bunny. The 14-time finalist at the 2020 Billboard Latin American Music Awards had been making the rounds with his sesh-assisted track, Ignorantes, but he's also been dropping social media hints that new music is on the way, and in a Valentine's Day tweet, he announced he was leaving Twitter and returning when his album comes out. Well, he's back. And on Monday, he tweeted a list of 19 fire emojis with the word palo next to them and one heart emoji with the word gracias. And last night on NBC's Tonight Show, Bad Bunny revealed that tease meant the project has 20 tracks and he confirmed his other tweet with the hashtag YHLQMDLG did refer to the album title. Here he is explaining that to Jimmy Fallon. The name of the album is... Yo hago lo que me da la gana. And that means I do whatever I want. I do whatever I want. (laughs) And the last bit of crucial information that we got last night, the LP drops on Saturday. It follows his 2018 debut set, Ex Siempre, which kicked off at number one on Billboard's Top Latin Albums chart. As we anxiously await the new project, we know that it will reflect Bad Bunny's signature vibe, which is also informed by his unique personal style. Here's a recent Billboard interview where he told us how his fashion influences his music. Mi estilo influencia lo que es mi música y, y todo lo, lo que me rodea de, dentro de ella. La manera en que tuviste es, es, es como, por decir, el, Es un tipo de arte, se puede decir, no sé, yo creo que cada cual debe vestir como utilizar su, su creatividad, su, su, su expresarse también de esa manera, que sé yo, sus sentimientos, su forma de pensar, etc. Eh, um, cada cual debería ser libre en esa área ¿no? y, y, y dejar que la mente fluya. Now, way back in 2016, the whole world was grooving to Justin Timberlake's Trolls soundtrack hit, Can't Stop the Feeling. Yes. A gigantic song for him. Huge. Actually, we're still jamming to that one. Now he's back to executive produce and team up with a ton of high-profile artists for the soundtrack to the animated film sequel, Trolls World Tour. Uh The film hits theaters in April, but the soundtrack drops on March 13th. And you know what? Let's have the man himself set the rest of this up for us. Here's what Justin posted on Instagram. What's up, world? I had to jump on here right now to let you guys know how excited I am for what I got coming uh, soon. As a matter of fact, it's all going to start this Wednesday. I've been working for at least the past year on the Trolls World Tour soundtrack, and whoa, I can't believe how this thing came out. Uh, I worked with so many different artists, uh, SZA, uh, Kelly Clarkson, let's see, Anderson Pack. 
uh, Haim, George Clinton, Mary J. Blige, uh, Luda Garanson worked with uh, me on all the music and it just came out crazy. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. SZA and me, Wednesday, The Other Side. That's the name of the track. Let's go. Let's go. Well, thank you, Justin. And I mean, what more needs to be said? Let's go. Let's go. Here's SZA and Justin Timberlake on The Other Side. So good. I mean, SZA is truly amazing. So while we wait for more music to drop from the jam-packed album, let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of this Billboard interview with her where she shared a piece of advice she'd like to give her younger self. If I could give my younger self any advice, it would probably be to trust yourself or not try so hard to fit in because it made it so painful. I was so different that I think trying to fit in at all was so obviously painful for me and for like other people who call it secondhand embarrassment, like trying to like watch me assimilate, but like really just every part, I was definitely just designed to, I don't know, experience life the way I was supposed to experience it. And I think I've fought that for a long time. All right, next, we're not talking about a new song here, but there's no way we can ignore Taylor Swift's The Man. One week after sharing her live in Paris rendition of the track, we finally got a music video for the studio recording, and man, it is something. I hope you get to watch this. Taylor undergoes an intense gender-flipped makeover to become a bearded corporate titan who likes to high-five and fist pound. Oh, and this man-spreading bro is voiced by The Rock himself, Dwayne Johnson. Can you smell what The Man is cooking? Hey. Just checking. Was that last take more what you had in mind? Pretty good. Uh, could you try to be sexier? Maybe more likable this time? Taylor absolutely knows how to take on the patriarchy. She proves it in the video, and here she is doing it again in a clip from her December acceptance speech after being named Billboard's Woman of the Decade. Have you ever heard someone say about a male artist, I really like his songs, but I don't know what it is. There's just something about him I don't like. No, that criticism is reserved for us. All right, and now let's bring in Billboard's Jason Lipschutz, who interviewed Taylor recently about the very theme this video is taking on. Jason, you've seen the video for The Man. What was your reaction to it? You know, it's interesting because you expect these big spectacles when it comes to a Taylor Swift music video, but even now, after me, after You Need to Calm Down, you still have her surprising everybody by completing this transformation and literally acting out the idea behind the song of if she were a man, she would be the man. She'd be able to manspread. She'd be able to loudly and angrily complain and have people adore her. And, you know, it's it's a really clever visual to compliment a song that that is a little bit sad. And I think it's a really uh, powerful message, honestly. It, I, and obviously, you look at it and it's, it's very funny and it's a fun video to come into totally cold and not know about all the cameos, like her dad shows up and not know about, you know, Dwayne Johnson is going to be the voice at the end. But again, this is what Taylor does best of of surprising people, of upending expectations and why she's done so well over the course of the decade plus of her career. 
And let's talk about the song itself. You spoke to Taylor just a little bit ago about the man. I got to believe this is a really important song for her and a message that she really wanted to get out to her fans. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said that she wanted to create a song about double standards that got stuck in your head. And I think that the man has a lot to say, not only in general about society, but about how she's been perceived as a pop artist and what she's been allowed to do and how people are able to perceive her moves and if she's too uh, manipulative or if she doesn't care and, you know, trying to fit in to this idyllic image of society when at, th at this point in her career she kind of wants to say screw that I'm going to be who I am it'll be interesting to see if it gets a new life on the Hot 100 if it gets picked up at Top 40 Radio but I, I also don't think she really cares if it's a hit it's, it's a really meaningful song to her So while we're talking music videos, BTS fans also got another treat this week when the guys dropped a dramatic second clip for the single On from their new album, Map of the Souls 7. The new video appeared a few days after the dance-oriented Kinetic Manifesto film, and it features a cinematic storyline focusing on symbolic moments about breaking free from the ways of the past. We've got allusions to Noah's Ark, The Lion King, The Maze Runner, Lord of the Flies. It's all in there. There's plenty for fans to unpack, so make sure you rewatch it immediately and then watch it again. But before you do that, here are the guys of BTS themselves telling Billboard more about the meaning of the song On. On could symbolize many things, like carry on, bring it on, like on air, like we are, we on. Carry on um, the flow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, On is about after these ups and downs and like inside, uh, it rise and falls inside. Um, we finally uh, got to admit all the paths and all the, all the destinies that we've been through. Um, we might face some shadows or some maybe disasters, but we already admitted these um, as part of ourselves. So yeah, it's like a big statement and manifesto that we're gonna carry on. Yeah, we are listening to back-to-back -back Maybach, Sway Lee's first solo release of 2020, which uh, we got earlier this month. Now, as he continues to tour North America with Post Malone through March and gears up for Coachella, what, what, my favorite time of year. Hey, I, I think you're already geared up for Coachella, right, Chelsea? I secretly have a couple outfits already. Ready. Oh, yeah, at least a couple, just a couple. Okay, okay. Well, we <laughs> now do have Sway's second release of the year. The new single is called Someone Said, and let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of it right now. I hope you fucking reach up for Santa. Now, as we wait for more details on the upcoming album that Sway has been teasing, let's check out a little of an interview with Billboard where he talked about dominating multiple genres and pushing music forward. One thing about me, I just always try to make my next song sound different from the last song, you know what I'm saying? I always try to push music forward 
So I'm gonna keep doing that and I'm just like amazed with all the success, the way people are taking my music in and just like appreciating it, being happy when they listen to it. It's like a good feeling to see your music catch up with your hard work, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just keep dominating all different genres, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna limit myself. If I wanna wake up and make a country song, I'm gonna make a country song. If I wanna wake up and make a trap song, the hardest trap song, I'm gonna make the hardest trap song, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just keep pushing music forward. Last year, there was practice, new, new action. The game, I got passion. Glowing up, satisfaction. New year, reaction. Next up, you know, for most of us peasants, dropping one <laughs> album in a week is a very big deal. Uh-huh. But when you're royalty, darling, that just doesn't Mm-mm. cut it. Princess Nokia dropped two albums on Wednesday, wow. and they really cover all the bases. Everything is beautiful, and everything sucks. So many emotions I feel like we're going through. <laughs> we just heard the song Practice from Everything Sucks, and when it comes to its sister LP, of course the princess served up sugar, honey, iced tea a few months ago. I'll take a pause here while you put the initials of that together. Now what the f*** have you done? Edgar Lays, you have none. Your lazy ways get you none. I'll go and pray for you, hun. Sugar, honey, iced tea. These don't like me These won't fight me And do just to spite me But now let's listen to a new single from Everything is Beautiful that dropped in advance of the album this week. So here's Princess Nokia with Green Eggs and Ham. Whoa, throwback. Green Eggs and Ham, Sam I am I'm the man with the plank Tossed and jam, Sunny D, you and me And leading up to the album's release, Princess Nokia sat down with Tim Westwood on Capital Extra to discuss her latest project, and this is before she knew it would turn into two albums. So here's what she had to say. It's really, really the most musically elevated thing I've I've done in a long time. Wow. It's a coming of age from post-adolescence, and it covers everything from heartache, despair, loss, redemption, recovering, healing finding yourself all over again after you've been torn down and feel like you have nothing. All right, moving on, who is ready to drown in some new music by Martin Garrix? On Monday, the dance music star told us that drown was coming and added he's excited for you guys to meet Clinton Kane and his crazy voice. So this is the duo's first collab and let's get right into it. Here's Martin Garrix introducing us to Clinton Kane's crazy voice on Drown. Tell me lies, tell me painted truths, anything at all to keep me close to you. Pull me under the way you do. Tonight I want to drown in an ocean of you. Now, this isn't the only Martin Garrix collab that we have to look forward to. He recently teased that he's cooking something up with his longtime pal and fellow dance music prodigy, Zed. Mark your calendars because they're both scheduled to play Ultra Music Festival in Miami, March 20th to 22nd. And as we look forward to that performance, here's a little of my recent chat with Martin Garrix for 99.7 Now here in San Francisco, where he discussed just how involved he is in all aspects of his amazing live shows. I know you put a lot into your set, but are you involved with the lighting and like just all the visuals? I mean, everything. That, that's all you too. People who go to a Garrick show, I want it to be an experience, you know? I want people to leave afterwards thinking to themselves like, oh my God, what did I just witness, you know? Yeah. And I want people to not talk about the show next week, but I want them to talk about the show 30, 40 years from now, you know? Yeah. So musically, I want it to be an experience, but also lights, lasers, we're programming even the fireworks into the smallest details. Uh, with the colors so it matches the visuals it's 
it's really crazy and I have an amazing team and like after every show we sit down we brainstorm we're like okay this 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 we could have done better the show is never finished we always want to grow and, and and step it up another level now here's what else you need to know about this week Allie Brooke has given us some great singles since she kicked off her solo career, including one of my favorites, No Good. But today, as she gears up for her first solo tour starting in March and her upcoming debut album, she has gifted us with a fabulous new song called Very Appropriately, Fabulous. Allie posted this on Twitter. This song, in a way, narrates my journey, my past, and where I am now. I finally got into a place where I believe these words. Sing it, Allie. Here's Allie's latest. It's called Fabulous. Stay down and made it happen. Now I'm staying rich. rich. Youngest in my hood. Who you playing with? We are listening to G Erbo's single in this from his new album PTSD and this is a very personal one for the rapper who found clarity about his own post-traumatic stress disorder after a 2018 arrest with two other men for gun possession he channels the newfound clarity about his troubles growing up in Chicago into the new music And finally, on Thursday, Eloise Letissier, a.k.a. Christine and the Queens, debuted her surprise EP, La Vida Nuova, translated from Italian, that's The New Life, and the record finds the singer dipping into the language as well as going back and forth from her native French to English, as she did on the lead single, People, I've Been Sad. You know the Letissier also debuted a short film with the same name as the EP, featuring all of the songs rendered into a full story. You can check out the complete film on YouTube, but let's listen right now to the title track from the project. Here's Christine and the Queens with La Vita Nuova. That is our show for the week. Fernando, how you feeling? You got your Gaga fix. Listen, Chelsea, you know what I'm going to be doing for the next 36 hours. I'm basically going to have Gaga on repeat, so don't text me, don't call me. And then next week, get ready, you guys, because we're going to have a brand new interview for you with Bad Bunny. Don't forget to join us every Friday at Billboard.com for your insider's guide to all the best new music. I'm Fernando. Wait, that's Fernando Little Monster Ventura. I love it. Yeah, I was going to say that. And I'm Chelsea Briggs. We'll see you next week on First Stream Live. Go.